The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go. Welcome to lunchtime. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's it's John DePietro. Hopefully we have our Facebook Live problem resolved. I'll tell you folks, they pushed me to the edge. Not easy having a relationship with Facebook. Uh, they are not the easiest uh, individuals to deal with, uh, to put it mildly. All right, 766-1380. Sue Sienke, head of the Republican Party in Rhode Island, is going to join me. I believe this is a, uh, a full developing story regarding Speaker Mattiello. And I, I think that we may see Attorney General Peter Narona get in, uh, get involved here and investigate, as he should. Uh, the facts that I know them to be, it certainly seems like a case of extortion. And people may say, but the, what Mattiello and Montanaro, his right-hand goon henchmen, have done, I think, um, I don't know how that's not extortion, a form of extortion of what they've done, once again, for their uh, buddy, uh, Demers. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Become a customer of Propane Plus. Call them today, 885-4209, 401-885-4209. Remember, they're the propane experts, family-owned business. Tim Johnson is family. They're just terrific. Folks, underground tanks, full service, your one source for all your propane needs. Automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks. Satellite tank monitoring, two locations, Rehoboth and East Greenwich. Call Propane Plus today. Installation and service for heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers, and furnaces. Propane Plus, 885-4209. All right, phone line, 766-1380. Attorney Tim Dodd's going to join me coming up at 1. Let me say uh, good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Uh, it's been a uh, challenging morning, unfortunately. You know, that's the problem with... Um, Facebook, and that is uh, good. Hopefully, it's it's straightened out. But folks, what what is a problem with uh, FB Live? There's Christine. Hi there. There's Chris Moran. They are delivering the articles of impeachment right now. I know I'm breaking up. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, but good afternoon to uh, one and all. Remember, we like to. You can also. Uh, I'd like to remind people get your original Rhode Island magnets. Go to Bory Graphics, uh, one mile from Warwick Mall. Go to my uh, Facebook uh, website, depetro.com, and you get all the. Uh, Details on Bory Graphics, one mile from Work Mall, and get your original Rhode Island magnets. So, hey, how about Cicilline was not chosen? Cicilline was not chosen to be one of the impeachment managers. He is very disappointed. He was begging for that, uh, doing anything, making any promise possible, and they still told him no. Frank says, Frank uh, says sounds okay now. Good. Thank you. We try. All right. Let me get back to the, uh, the matter at hand. And, um, boy, folks, I mean, I, you know, that's the thing. You wake up, you think you're going to have a normal day. I can't log into the blanking journal to get my iPad that we have on my, uh, to get the journal online on the iPad not working for whatever reason. I have to stop and buy a hard copy, which I hate doing, waste of money. And then suddenly the Facebook Live is going out. So, all right. So the, the Bryant University story, there's nothing, um, there's nothing about that that, it's not state funds, but I just, um, it just seems very, very excessive. Uh, and, and there's a number of people that donate to Bryant that I'm sure are wondering about, you know, why he would be Bryant University President Ron Meekley. Why is he the highest paid college president in the world? And as I said, if you take, if you add up his compensation and then add in, um, the, pre- the head of Harvard, president of Harvard, Yale, MIT, and Stanford. Those four combined add their salaries in. And Bryant University president Ron Meekley makes more than all of them. You know, there's another story. You want to talk about, like, things are just, I had to read this one twice. Um, by the way, here's also a picture. So you have Demers is out on administrative leave. And then this Amanda Marzullo-Wilmoth. Here she is. That's her. 
she's also out on leave from the convention center. So something is going on. And that Jim Demers, uh, a dirty cop. But this story about Senator Frank Chacon, more than 10 years ago, a longtime Providence gun dealer went to the city to renew his license to sell pistols and revolvers at retail. City Board of Licenses told him he didn't need to bother anymore. To memorialize the agreement, they hand-wrote on the license he had gotten a year after no longer necessary in Providence. That's a surprise of the Attorney General's office, which says the local gun dealer license is still necessary. State law. Cities and towns can't simply waive a requirement to license to gun dealers. The dealer in question is Senator State Senator Frank Chacon selling guns out of his house. Chacon sells the guns from the basement of his Mercy Street home in Silver Lake. Basically, I do it for people that I know. <coughs> Dealing guns from the basement is legal around the country, so long as the dealer has the proper federal license, wherever they're based. Chacon, like 80 other people, other people in companies in Rhode Island, have a federal license allowing sale of gun and retail and wholesale. They say Chacon is a dealer. You know, Governor Mundo is talking about stricter gun laws. Why don't they start at the Rhode Island State House? Doesn't have a valid retail gun dealer license from the city. Providence told him he no longer needed one. There's probably some disconnect somewhere. I don't have the slightest idea why they did it. Neither, it seems, does the city. Doesn't have any records about a policy change. Folks, this is another example. Are we supposed to believe him? We're supposed to believe that he's allowed to sell guns out of his basement. Forget about background checks or anything like that. Does that make sense to anybody? Hey, here's also, uh, did you see this? A friend of mine sent this to me. I'll hold it up to those on Facebook Live. There it is. Congressman Cicilline enamored of that portrait of President Trump. How about that? No, it's not exactly right, but there it is. I like that. All right, 766-1380. Let me go to um, what is really, really good sound. And I don't know how this is going to play out in Iowa. Now, as far as Iowa, with the impeachment, the senators have to be there. So that means that Senator Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, they, they have to come off the campaign trail now to um, attend now the hearing couple things. How about yesterday, Nancy Pelosi handing out impeachment pens? This is uh, Dana Bash on CNN. Susie Anko of the Republican Party is going to join this me at 1230. The one thing I will say, and as we were watching it, um, we're used to seeing um, signing ceremonies, handing out pens at moments of celebration when a president is signing legislation, uh, when even sometimes, a rare occasion, but it has happened, when the House sends over a landmark piece of legislation. Um, it, was, it was unusual to see that kind of, um, of ceremony and, and making, you know, handing out the pens and smiling for a picture mm-hmm. in this kind of situation Terrible. where the House Speaker has bent over backwards to say publicly and privately, this is somber, this is not a time for a celebration. Understandable, this is history, and the people who are involved want to mark the moment, uh, but I didn't expect to see that. Yeah, yeah I thought that was a little jarring, and certainly... Folks, let me also just jump in right now. Uh, police pipe-bound found in Winsocket apartment was a hoax. Channel 12 WPRI is reporting the pipe-bound pipe-bomb about found in the Woonsocket apartment was a hoax. So, but think of that. Pelosi, oh, it's somber and we don't want to do this and blah, blah, blah. Handing out impeachment pens. Folks. Because you heard Nancy Pelosi there say, in fact, that this was a sad and tragic day. Uh, and then there she is <laughs> holding up the pen and, and uh, having photographs taken with those pens. So, yeah, it, it, I think it was a little off message for someone who has. A little off message, I'll tell you. But let me get to. Um, the best part is the sound. The best part is the sound of Elizabeth Warren when she went up to him after the exchange on the debate stage. Did you hear about? Did you hear this? It's good sound. And CNN had it because they were mic'd up. And they held on to it for 24 hours, and then they decided to release it. And I, I love the fact that that Tom Steyer, who's an idiot, he's right in the middle of it. But listen to them. Go at it. Bernie Sanders, he, uh, granted he's old, but he's flat. Oh, he talks like that. Blah, blah, blah. What's this? Let's not get into this here. 
but Elizabeth Warren, who's a huge liar. Here we go. With applause still ringing at the end of the Democratic debate in Iowa last night, the simmering feud between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders suddenly boiled over. I think you called me a liar on national TV. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion? We'll have that discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it. I don't want to get milled. I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, good. Why don't you get a go away? After intentionally trying to de-escalate the fight earlier in the debate. Bernie is my friend, and I am not here to try to fight with Bernie. But Warren wanted to make a point that a woman can win the presidency. It was one of the most memorable lines of the night. Look at the men on this stage. Collectively, they have lost 10 elections. The only people on this stage who have won every single election that they've been in are the women. They were sparring over a comment Warren says Sanders made during a private meeting in 2018 that a woman couldn't win the White House. Sanders strongly denied ever making such an assertion. As a matter of fact, I didn't say it. Uh, And I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this because this is what Donald Trump and maybe some of the media want. Uh, Anybody knows me knows that it's incomprehensible that I would think that a woman could not be president of the United States. In the moment, Warren disagreed but waited more than an hour later until after the debate to accuse Sanders of calling her a liar. Now, we reached out to the campaigns all day long and again tonight once we uh, went through this audio, Anderson, and neither campaign wanted to give a comment on this. We caught up with Senator Sanders on Capitol Hill today. He did not want to talk about this at all. One thing is clear. Both sides were trying to de-escalate this feud on the debate stage, but it clearly did not work. Now, as it's escalated once again, I'm told that they did not speak uh, today, uh, but they will be side by side in close proximity uh, tomorrow at that Senate impeachment trial, Anderson. You know, I. Well, wait, I don't care about that. But CNN, they're the ones that dropped the ball on the whole thing. And I said that when that happened. I mean, the fact that the, it was the moderator who asked the question, she didn't frame it properly. She let it go by the boards. And then she treated it as if he was, in fact, lying. That's what happened. And she is, by the way, Elizabeth Warren, if I. I'm not a supporter of either one. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1218. It's John DePietro. Susie Anchor, the Rhode Island Republican Party chair, is going to join me at 1230. Tim Dodd, a legal expert, coming up with one. I'm not a supporter of either Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. But I don't consider Bernie Sanders to be a liar. I don't think he's a liar. She's the proven liar, right? Elizabeth Warren is the proven liar. She's the one that lied about her ethnic makeup. She checked the box saying, I'm a Native American. She wasn't. She lied on her application to Harvard. She then lied about it when she was caught. She lied about the DNA. And she then recently on the trail lied saying her children went to public school. And she also, she lied about uh, several other things in in her past. But this is um, the exchange of them on the stage. I love that Tom Steyer, that stupid tie. Bernie, I just want to say hi. I, I mean, can't you see what's going on there? Yeah, hi. Whatever. What? Huh? So let me play that again. And I'm glad CNN did release it. So they had this mic'd up. Um, Here we go. So this is... uh, It's the set package again? Oh, last night they were just... Last night they were just playing the... You could just play the sound of them. Suddenly now CNN has injected and put their package in. I didn't want the full package. But I'll, I'll play the sound again. I think you called me a liar on national TV. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion? We'll have that discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it. I don't want to get milled. I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, great. You get two percent. I have no idea why you're on the stage, and you're a billionaire. Get away from me. So again, I um. Donald Trump's trial has begun. Democrat impeachment managers arrived to read the articles of impeachment. I, again, folks, I'm not going to go through the whole thing of that. It's going to be very tedious. It's going to be very boring. There's no there there. I'm going to cover, cover other stories. I am. I've thought about it. I mean, we'll wait and see how it goes. But I, I really don't want to. Um, I don't want to feed this any more than, than has to be. Those that want to get that info can get it. 
some watchdog group. White House violated law in freezing Ukraine aid. It, it's, it's going nowhere. He's not being removed. I don't like the fact that there's a trial. There's so many other things they could be focusing on. Um, and we're going to focus at 1230. That, that Attorney General Peter, um, Peter Narona, he should look into this situation with House Speaker Nick Mattiello. They, they are goons, folks. That is absolutely a shakedown. That is extortion. They were threatening. They were basically threatening the Rhode Island Convention Center right downtown where Mattiello's buddy works, this or did work, that Jim Demers, and they were threatening them, the convention center, that if you put this Demers, if you put him on administrative leave, of which he had to, they had to put him. There were problems that he was causing and involved with some, I don't know exactly what was happening there, but anyhow, with some female that worked there. They threatened if you put him on administrative leave, there's going to be repercussions. And they put him on administrative leave, and there were repercussions where the convention center is now being audited. And this was done in retaliation. It was not done because it was overdue. It was not done because, well, you know, they hadn't done one in a while, so they needed to do a, an audit of the convention center. This is a form. It's, it's a quid pro quo extortion is what it is. I want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. There's my friend Lisa Vespia. Thank you, Frank Lorenzo, Chris Moran. There's Dr. Lisa. There's our friend Paul and a lot more folks. Uh, people like the Facebook Live. People really like uh, those that follow the Facebook pages. Um, really, really been uh, very, very strong with traffic. You can weigh in on different things. I think we have a couple polls going right now and a lot more. Susie Yankee of the Republican Party is going to join me coming up. But this story, they're exactly right. And I think Attorney General Pina Narona needs to investigate this. How much more is this going to go on with this uh, Frank Montanaro? Let me see. Uh, Ted Nisi, House Speaker's friend hired a convention center security chief. House Speaker's friend put on leave due to personal issue. House announces it'll do an unusual audit of the convention center two days before Christmas. Of course it's connected. Absolutely connected. Uh, Providence Journal, they do have an editorial. Governor has little to say about the most serious challenges facing Rhode Island. Folks, you see, there's, there's very little, if any, there's really no leadership coming out of the State House. There really isn't. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know what's too bad is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, they had Mattiello yesterday on stage, and they could have asked him about it, but the story broke after their forum already started, so he was able to slink away. But what would have been great about that is normally if you catch someone like that at the time, he doesn't fully have his talking points down. So that's too bad. Uh, as this thing heats up, and if it does heat up and the Attorney General gets involved, Peter Narona, Mattiello will wait, see if there's a way he can dodge the whole thing. And then... Um, <clears throat> And then also, um, he'll then uh, find a safe space to go on and, um, and talk about it. You know, just as a quick note, I was watching the Netflix special last night on Aaron Hernandez. And um, there's a lot of coverage from Channel 12 in it. It's a three-part series. So far, it's excellent. Uh, the Aaron Hernandez special on Netflix couple of the news items. We're going to find out what's in Governor Mundo's budgets today. It, it's just ridiculous. There's nothing dealing in reason. But a huge part of the Aaron Hernandez special on Netflix really seems to come down to that he was uh, in the closet gay and, um, and that that was a big part of the driving force of why he behaved the way he did. And they even have his high school quarterback friend that talks about that they used to have the two of them had sex when they were in high school. So, and what they also have, they have our friend Sheriff Tom Hodgins in the, in the piece. A big part of the Netflix special on Aaron Hernandez. Three-part series on Netflix that was just released, I think on Monday. But it's, it's good. I've watched, so far I've watched episodes one and two. I'll watch episode three tonight. Is uh, They have the jailhouse conversations. Every time he talks to someone from jail, those conversations are recorded. And they have all of those conversations with his mother. With the uh, fiance, all of that stuff is there. Ed Fitzpatrick, even of the Globe, interesting piece by Tim White, Convention Center, hit with audit after House Speaker's friend put on leave. Folks, and the thing about that, 
is the fact that they were threatening the audit if they put this Jim Demers on leave. That is a form of extortion, period. All right, 766-1380, Susie Yankee of the Republican Party, GOP head, is going to join me coming up at 1230. Tim Dodd joins us at 1. Hey, I want to remind you folks, though, boy, it's going to get cold over the next couple of days. As a matter of fact, as I look at the temperatures, let me uh, just check the... Again, uh, repeating the pipe bomb, pipe bomb found in the Woonsocket apartment was a hoax. There's nothing to that. Uh, it was a big story earlier. They cornered off part of the area, but hoax. Everything's safe because it was near a school. They're saying someone's going to be evicted. All a hoax. Temperatures over the next couple of days. It's going to drop dramatically tonight. Tomorrow could get down into 12 degrees on Friday. Saturday, some snow moves in. And then a little bit of a chilly week, definitely next week. Folks, another reason why you should call, <coughs> excuse me, J.K.L. Engineering. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Without question, the heating season is here. Call J.K.L. Engineering. Let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. How's the heating system in your place of business or your home? Call J.K.L. Engineering. They can reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have these high-efficient, high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, include ductless splits. They have the highest rebates on the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is a carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, you know, for 53 years. JKL's reputation, second to none especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. Call J.K.L. Engineering today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Go with the original, go with the best. It's J.K.L. Susie Yankee, the GOP chair, is going to join me at 1230, folks. This is uh, right now. At 1228, this is a developing story that Channel 12 broke. Very, very serious allegations against House Speaker Nick Mattiello and his right-hand man, Frank Montanaro. Now, I believe right now, I believe that we will find an investigation from the Attorney General. Because this certainly seems to be allegations of extortion, of them threatening the Rhode Island Convention Center. If you put our pal, this Jim Demers who's a troubled employee, apparently. If you put him on paid administrative, if you put him on administrative leave, we're going to go after you. There's going to be repercussions. They threaten them. The Convention Center Authority put Demers on administrative leave, and boom, Mattiello and Montanaro follow through, boom, then we're going to audit you. Out of nowhere, two days before Christmas, that is retaliation. That is thuggery. I believe it's illegal, and I believe also Attorney General Peter Narona needs to investigate this. And from what I'm told is the Convention Center Authority people, they will cooperate. And they've had it being shaken down by Mattiello and Montanaro. All right, Susie Yankee, the GOP chair, joins me at 1230. Tim Dodd joins me at 1. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Hey, do you have an appliance that's not working properly? If that's the case, remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 
7096-401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, 90 days, uh, parts and labor. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, folks, 401-710-7096. If for whatever reason you have an appliance in your home or business that's not working properly, let's get it fixed. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available and senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. to House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello. This letter was hand-delivered to the convention center two days before Christmas. Auditor General Dennis Hoyle writes he was directed by the Joint Committee on Legislative Services to conduct a performance audit of the convention center examining the administrative functions, purchasing finance, and personnel. The Joint Committee is the General Assembly's administrative arm led by Frank Montanaro, a member of Mattiello's inner circle. The letter comes as the convention center is dealing with a major personnel matter. Target 12 has learned the Director of Security, James Demers, and another executive executive have been placed on administrative leave. General Manager Larry Lapore referred all questions to the corporation that manages the convention center, ASM. A vice president did not return a call. But James McCarville, the head of the quasi-public agency that owns the facilities, told Target 12 they are ASM's employees. It's their job to deal with it. As far as I know, they are going to deal with it. McCarville says he is aware Demers and Mattiello are friendly, asked if he is concerned about any connection between the audit and the personnel matter. McCarville tells Target 12, he can't assign a motive, but they're cooperating fully. In response to multiple questions... About- now, folks, that is um, Tim White of Channel 12, this uh, developing story, and joining us right now, and I'm so glad they're speaking out about it. She is the chair of the uh, Rhode Island Republican Party. We want to say good afternoon to Chairwoman Susie Yankee. Good afternoon, Susie Yankee. Good afternoon, John. I'll tell you, Sue, this story has been bubbling uh, for a while. This is not the first time that uh, Demers and Mattiello certainly have a connection. You go back to there was the, the story where they were trying to get his son on to the state police. You had a trooper that refused to allow it, and seemingly for good reason. As a result of that, Mattiello instead gives this, this uh, a Garrett Demers, Jim uh, um, um, uh, Demers' son, a $45,000 a year job. No experience at all. But this... Story at the convention center, Susie This has been bubbling. And as someone that I know people there, I've heard about this story. I credit Tim White. I give him a lot of credit for getting the proper documents. But the way I understand this story, and several other people confirm it, is prior to putting Jim Demers, the security person, on administrative leave, Mattiello slash Montanaro were threatening the convention center that there'd be repercussions if he was put on administrative leave. They put him on administrative leave, and two days before Christmas, out of nowhere, an audit arrives that they're going to be audited. Exactly. You know, what is going on, and why was the audit ordered? Now, what is being done? Is it done in retaliation for an employee that may have got himself into some hot water? And a, a performance audit, why, the other question is, why has a performance audit not been done periodically? They get millions of dollars of taxpayer money. So what can we do better with a performance audit? That should be part of a regular basis. They should be regularly doing this. But it takes one of Mattiello's um, close associates to be let go for this to trigger. So we're asking the JCLS to investigate why this happened. Why was this triggered? And to get to the bottom of why why now? Why the audit now? And, and the secondary question is, why aren't they regularly doing performance audits? You know, if they operated as a private entity, that's one thing, but they are getting so much money from the taxpayers. It behooves the JCLS to insist on regular performance audits. You know, if they're losing money and it's apparent that they are losing money at the convention center, what can we do better? What can we improve to make that a functioning quasi-public agency? 
Folks, we're speaking with Susie Yankee, chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party. Sue, what also really stands out here is basically this had been going on. And from what I understand, there was communication back and forth. Jim Demers, donor, close, close friend of both Speaker Mattiello and Montanaro, his right-hand man. He's placed on administrative leave. Now, notice is sent over that the Convention Center Authority is going to be audited on Monday, December 23rd. Two days before Christmas. Now, I know for a fact. I mean, what happened on Wednesday, Thursday, December 18th, 19th, or even the Friday, where suddenly on the Monday, two days before Christmas, they send over notice that an order was, was going to be done on the convention center. I know for a fact that those two weeks, the week of the 23rd and then the week of the 30th, the Rhode Island State House was basically a ghost town. Most people were shut down. What other... Uh, quasi-agencies have they requested audits on? Why was it done on the 23rd? And someone else that normally would have to sign off on that would be Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, a member of the JCLS, and he didn't know anything about it. Right. It doesn't look like the entire JCS was um, tasked with this. It looks like one individual was tasked for it. And why? Was it retaliation for something that was going on internally? We don't know. And that's why we're asking the entire JCLS to sit down and find out why this was done, what was done, get to the bottom of it, and figure it out. It's just yet another stain on the Speaker Mattiello's um, dealings up at the State House. What is really going on? And Susie Yankee, you know, right now, if we want to keep track on the scoreboard, uh, last we heard there was a federal grand jury going on on that doctor that he's friendly with. He and Montanaro, friendly with that doctor on Park Avenue uh, that was receiving, unbeknownst to a lot of people, $1 million in taxpayer money, which then once there was a light shown on it or shined on it that they immediately pulled it out. You have his former campaign operative, Jeff Britt, set to go on trial over the next few months. Uh, on a felony. And then, you know, what, what is going on at the State House in, re- in regards to also this, this business of, you know, you go back to the report that Brett Smiley, the governor's chief of staff, that he basically threatened Twin River in a form of extortion, that if you raise a, a big stink about IGT, then we're going to go after you and cause you some problems. They did make a big stink about the IGT contract. Smiley followed through on his promise on that, even though uh, the person from Twin River seemed highly credible and an attorney and took copious notes. And now we have a situation that this has been brewing for a while. And I'm told that if the proper authority will investigate this, that the people at the convention center are more than prepared to say there is a pattern that either people pushed on them to hire or more importantly in this particular situation as they were attempting to cut loose and discipline and get rid of this individual that there were threats that there'd be retaliation if that happened they did cut him loose there has been retaliation Susie, thank you all of this talk and this is all happening on the day that governor Ramundo's fantasy land alice in wonderland budget is set to come out um we're all going to be riding around on electric buses within the next five years. Doesn't that sound exciting? But th- this is no way, you know, I know you've talked about it, but th- this is, we, I, I firmly believe we can do better. But we, the attorney general needs, I believe, you know, when you hinted this in the press release, I think mm-hmm. this is a situation. He, he needs to be proactive here. This, there, there's clearly retaliation here for them putting Demers on, on administrative leave. You're absolutely right. You know, the attorney general should be there to really focus in on good government and weeding out government corruption. And and you're right, keeping a a scoreboard. We had Dr. Pedro in the last year, in this year's budget, should have been a million-dollar payment. But he had received substantial sums of money in previous budgets that people didn't know about it. So it goes to what the Republican Party has been pushing for. In that issue alone, a line-item veto. We don't know how our money is being spent because we don't have access to those line items. The public doesn't know how their money is being spent. And more importantly, the press. The press cannot know what is being done, and they can't root out um, government spending and transparency unless we have that line item veto and, and an IG, an inspector general. So those are things that the Republicans are pushing, but you're... You're absolutely right. The attorney general, his job is to help root out government corruption. 
and make things more transparent. And what's going on up there now is absolutely not. It is a downfall of a one-party system in Rhode Island. We are actively recruiting in the Republican Party, looking for candidates. We need people to say, I've had enough. I've had enough of the insider dealings, jobs being given to friends that may or may not be qualified for these positions. And if they're not qualified, why are they getting the positions? Because they're donating to a campaign? That's just wrong. Just wrong on so many levels. So we're pushing for it. And the state isn't doing well. And you're right. It was all rainbows and unicorns in the governor's state of the state speech. I hope people stay tuned to what Representative Blake Filippi, the minority leader, said, because the Republicans put forward a real agenda. They put forward um, answers to the things that are ailing the state of Rhode Island. It, it astonishes me that parents up in Providence are, are putting up with the fact that their students are not being educated. They can't read at grade level. If you're not educated, you can't be successful. Our businesses are being overregulated and overtaxed. There's no pathway to success anymore in Rhode Island. And I want people to say, we've had enough. I'm mad as hell, and we're not going to take it anymore. So stop voting for these Democrats. Stop voting for these people that are pushing a socialist agenda, because that's exactly what they're pushing. They want to take away all your freedoms, all your rights, and make you dependent on the government. It's like Gina Raimondo was channeling... um, Oprah Winfrey the other night. You get free stuff, and you get free stuff, yep. and you get free stuff. And the Democrats were all standing up and applauding. How are we going to pay for this? She wants to bond out more money? We can't even pay our pension obligations. They, there are so many cities and towns in Rhode Island that are woefully underfunded. And, and you know, what are the pensioners going to do? What are these union members going to do when the checks stop coming? Well, they've been sold down the river by their union leadership and politicians that were giving them things that they cannot fulfill. So we've got to stop. We've got to put an end to it. it. Rhode Island is such a beautiful state. We've got a storied history, wonderful landscape, but it's going down the drain. And I hope everybody looks to the left coast and sees what's happening in California um, and said, that's coming here. Because we cannot keep giving away stuff. We cannot keep giving insiders jobs that they're not qualified for just because they may donate money to a certain political party. It's got to stop. So I'm hoping that the attorney general and the JCLF steps up to the plate. The JCLF doesn't. The attorney general needs to take this ball and and find out what exactly is going on. Because government corruption, I I want to be known as the ocean state. Not the state of corruption. That's right. And that's what we're known as now. We are. We are yeah. known as the state of corruption. You know what else? Um, and folks, again, we're speaking with Sue Yankee, head of the Republican Party, GOP uh, chairwoman. You know, Sue, so many people listening to us and so many people around us, you look on Facebook and so forth. We, there are so many people that have, and from all different backgrounds, have incredible loyalty uh, and affection for the New England Patriots. And they, they have, they're used to a team of excellence, of, of do your job and achieving great things. To me, it just, people need to step back. And so many of the things that you said, Susanke, this is not about partisan politics. The people that were up on that rostrum, Matty Ello, Governor Mundo, and Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, it's, it's not working. You have two states side by side. Massachusetts has a $1 billion surplus. Under Governor Raimondo, $200 million deficit. A, a child could understand one state is doing things right. Another state is obviously not doing. It's, it's not working. It's, it's dysfunctional. And then you get a report like this about, you know, Mattiello is doing this and Raimondo wants to go, you know, renewable energy and hiring more PR people. Their system is broken and it's not going to be fixed. I, I'll be honest. I and, and what people need to listen and learn is if you support and listen to what Sue Yankee is saying, the, the tide could turn. We need better leadership up there. But Sue, I actually believe they honestly they they don't know what success looks like. They honestly don't know. It's almost like a team that is used to losing, that they've never had a championship. They don't know what it means to have a winning team. 
I think part of the problem is it's just they, they don't even know what success looks like. Right next door, we know what success looks like with a, a governor that's implemented things, that has a line item veto. That I mean, think of that, Susanke. All the things Governor Mundo has said that she wants to do. If we had a $500 million surplus, half of Massachusetts, a third of that, you could do a lot of those things. But you can't do any of those things when you have a $200 million deficit and the numbers they're using of complete fantasy land to begin with. Right. She's ignoring the deficit. She completely she ignored it in the state of the state address. You've got to fix your bank accounts before you can move forward. And they're just ignoring the, the major issues that are facing us. So, but it's one-party rule. Um, people are keyboard warriors. They express their frustration on social media. They need to step up to the plate. They need to start calling their legislators and saying, I've had enough of this. I want ideas. I want things to focus. I want my kids to be educated. I want to be able to stay here. Look what's happening 2020. We're having a census. All indications are pointing to the fact that Rhode Island is going to start losing residents, and they're losing residents, and that we're going to lose a congressional seat. Are people happy with that? You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, Congressman Cicilline and Langevin, they don't do anything anyway, so it's okay if we lose them. No, it's not, because then we lose political clout at the national level. We lose federal funding. So you think things are bad now? Well, things are going to get worse. Because we'll go down to three electoral votes. We'll go down to um, losing major federal funds. So it's not the answer to get rid of people that aren't doing their job. The answer is to step up to the plate, run for office, and start pushing back. You are allowing this club up there, this Democratic club, to run your lives, and there's no, no forceful opposition you know, the Republican Party is out there. We're pushing. We need more people on our side to get up there and say, I've had enough. Or we're going to go bankrupt. The state is going to go bankrupt. Providence is going to go bankrupt. And then we're all in trouble. And who's going to be left holding the bag? The people that can't afford to move. That's right. People that can't afford to move. Yep. They're on their way. They back. are. They're they on their way have their exit back. plan. They have their exit plan. So unless you have an exit plan, you got to start waking up and saying, this is my state. I love it. I love living here. Let's let's work together to get some quality people up there and force the people that are there now, like the Attorney General, Peter Narona, let's, let's get to work and find out what is going on here. And why is this quasi-public agency not regularly audited? Yep. You know, that's why right. is it 10 years before they even look at what's going on there? An agency that's leaking money... <laughs> That should be at the forefront. That's another waste of money. Why do we have a $10 billion budget? This is one of the reasons. Why do we have a $50 million budget up at the State House, the General Assembly? Why are they spending that much money when our neighbor to the north, New Hampshire, they don't spend nearly as much as that. Half have, the budget. Yes, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, you break, you break it down. Our taxpayers, every citizen in the state of Rhode Island, is paying $5,500 more a year in taxes. That breaks down to $100 extra a week. Wow. What would you do with $100 extra in your wallet every week? You could pay for that new roof, pay for the car, pay for your transportation to get to your job. Maybe you want to go on vacation with your family. That extra $100 a year would afford you the chance to do that. But we're stealing those opportunities away. You know, we want, you know, and the Rhode Island people, the, the grand old party, no, we're the grand opportunity party. We want to make sure that our infrastructure is taken care of and wasteful spending stops. And Sue Sankey, you know what else before I let you go? And again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro speaking with GOP Chairwoman Sue Sankey. Um, the other thing that you mentioned that I don't think enough people realize, number one, they, they are certainly panicked about the census. They manipulate a lot of things in this state. They manipulate education numbers. They can manipulate job numbers. They can manipulate votes and elections. But they can't manipulate. They haven't figured out a way to manipulate the census. If we go down to one seat, I've, I've seen a report that the state could lose as much as one billion a year in federal funding and you want to talk about a collapse then then it is the titanic hitting the iceberg then there's nowhere to run um this this it doesn't have to be as complicated as it is and i'm so glad that the party has sent out a press release on this latest Mattiello thing this is what needs to be answered 
is what possibly could have triggered out of all these years, you don't do any audit in the convention center. And then as your friend is placed on administrative leave, and they are friendly, and you and they do threaten, if Attorney General Nerona will speak to people, Mattiello Montanaro, they were threatening that there'd be a, a quid pro quo and repercussions if Demers was put on uh, administrative leave. He was, and apparently, we don't know all the details, but rightfully so. And then right after that, boom, two days before Christmas. They follow through on their threat, and there's an audit. That is extortion. That is retaliation. That is certainly not good government. You know, Sue, if they're willing to do that to a quasi-public agency, which is the Rhode Island Convention Center, what would they do? Well, you know what? Actually, I can answer the question, Sue Sankey. We saw what they're willing to do. to. I was going to say, what would they do to a private business? We saw what, what they do to a private business, and that is they deared the Paw Sox to leave, and they left. So we don't have a professional baseball team. We have a pedestrian bridge that you can't ride a bike over that costs $22 million. They, they That's how they treated the Paw Sox. They treated the Paw Sox where they had no other option, but they were daring them to leave the state, and they took them up on the dare. I'll give you the final word. Yeah, we're not business friendly, and that's a big issue. But it really goes down to one-party rule. They act with impunity. The Democratic Party acts with impunity because they can. There's nobody stopping them. So we challenge the the Attorney General, Peter Narona. I know it's part of your party, but do your job. That's right. You were elected to be the watchdog in the state and go and root out corruption. So do your job. But the other thing is the public has got to step up the plate. Run for office. We'll help you. We have training classes started. We will help you get the tools and get the necessary help you need to get elected because it's time to rise up and say, stop this. Because if not, there'll be nothing left. That's exactly right. Quickly. Yep. The socialist agenda is here. Oh, it's here. You know, and that means your neighbor's not working and you're paying, you're going out and working your butt, but your neighbor's getting all the free entitlements from the state. That's what that means. That's right. Look at. And it's failed everywhere it's happened. So um, I hope Peter Narona takes the challenge. I hope the GCLS finally meets and says what is going on, who ordered this audit uh, under our name, and um, hopefully we can get some change done here. Because yeah. if not, people, more people will leave. This is like few good men. We need to figure out who ordered the code red. And uh, who wanted the code red on the convention center? That's what it comes down to. Sue, great job. We're going to talk to you a lot. It's a big year. (laughs) A lot of exciting things happening. Uh, I commend you for speaking out. And and, and it's a voice that needed. Uh, Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks, John. All right, folks. Sue Sianke, head of the Republican Party. That's what it really comes down to. Who ordered the code red on the convention center? Was it Montanaro? Was it Mattiello? I mean, in this situation, Mattiello was Nathan Jessup. And Montanaro is uh, the um, the character uh, played by uh, um, Jack Bauer in 24. That's really what it comes down to. Who ordered the code red on the convention center? And also to set an example. I mean, they, these guys know what they're doing. To set an example, you step out of line, they'll come after you. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, Tim Dodd, our legal expert, is going to join me coming up at 1.00. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. If you find yourself in an accident, and it can happen, you're riding along, you're minding your own business, and all of a sudden, boom, you're in an accident. Now what do you do? Call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. They also have a new individual that has uh, joined the Dream Team, and her name is Kaylee Camp- Campagnana. Uh, Campagnano, uh, call West Fountain, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. They will repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition, put you back on the road. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. It's John DePietro, a lot more ahead. Tim Dodd, our legal expert, joins me coming up at uh, 1 o'clock for our legal segment. A lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. 
with no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for business, 401-332-0000. Propane Plus, they want to be your propane provider. Call them today. Two locations for Hoboth and East Greenwich Propane Plus, 885-4209, 885-4209, heating and cooling. It's Propane Plus, the propane experts for Hoboth and East Greenwich. Tim Johnson and his family over 50 years serving you, and they want you to become a customer of Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling needs. Underground tanks, full service, your one source for home or business, for all of your propane needs. They also do automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, all propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked-in rates through the PLUS plan, discounts for builders, installation and service heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers, and furnaces. It's Propane Plush. Propane Plush. Propane Plush. 885-4209. Call Propane Plush. 885-4209. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price, only at Paul Massey. Hey, folks, remember, for your business, if you depend on a truck or trailer, MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA, truck and trailer repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA, truck and trailer repair. 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110. M-E-G-A, you can depend on MEGA, truck and trailer repair. <laughs> So we're back on this Thursday. Good afternoon. I want to say good afternoon to uh, everybody on Facebook Live. Are we having more problems with Facebook Live? God, they drive me crazy. Broadcast interrupted. I'll see if I can fix it during the 1 o'clock news. I don't know what the hell is wrong. My goodness. But anyhow, Tim Dodd is going to join us uh, coming up. It is freezing. Join us uh, coming up at uh, 1 o'clock for our legal segment. Uh, again, remember, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the newly unveiled, revised depetro.com. If you ever miss any portion of the program, you just click on the podcast. It's all right there. You can also listen live. You can also find out about advertising on the program if you need to contact me. It's a happening. It all starts by first going to depetro.com. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news and then tim dodd our legal expert is going to join us at uh one o'clock but right now we'll get an update the impeachment hearing it looks like trump impeachment trial underway with the reading of the charges it'll kick off next week i think it's going to be very tedious and boring i'm we'll we'll follow it into some respect but i can't see just like listening to it i think it's going to be uh just like dripping water uh, watching paint dry, whatever you want to say. All right, so stay with us. Uh, One o'clock news, Tim Dodd coming up on the other side. Leave it right here. The Power Hour is next on the John DePietro Show.